In this week's episode of Bite Me, we're doing an infused salted caramel sauce. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Gonjay Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. And before we get into the recipe, the cannabis quote of the week. When you smoke the herb, it reveals you to yourself. As quoted by Bob Marley, a man no stranger to cannabis. And this particular quote stood out to me this week because I was lying in bed recently, staring at the ceiling really high, and I was supposed to be going to sleep, but you know how sometimes your mind starts going over things that are going on in your life and you end up in these mental loops. But I was able to pause and reflect a little bit differently because I was high and consider things from a completely different vantage point, which wouldn't have happened had I been sober. And it really gave me a new perspective that I was considering in the questions at hand. So it really does open up your eyes and give you a new perspective and reveal you to yourself in a way that wouldn't happen otherwise. So that one stood out for me this week. Now, I also wanted to read a review that I got recently. I think it was a little last month, but I always appreciate ratings and reviews, you guys, because it really helps people discover the show. And I love getting these things. They're like little little love notes to me. Because sometimes when you're sitting in your office speaking out into the to the World Wide Web through a microphone, you can wonder, is anybody out there listening? But it seems sometimes there is. This review, uh, submitted through Apple Podcasts, is entitled Exceptional. Marge brings information and innovation to each episode. Her Canadian perspective and diverse recipe book of different ways to infuse your food is a welcome change. Her humor is also pretty uplifting. And that was from Paleo, Ontario, from somewhere in Canada. Well, somewhere in Ontario, Canada. And if I've read that one out already, my apologies. Sometimes my stoner brain does forget little details like that, but I'm pretty sure that's a new review that I haven't read out before. And again, thank you so much, Paleo, for sending in that review. It's so appreciated for a small podcast like this one. It really does make a difference. And like I said, it's always fun to read those reviews as well. Now, Salted caramel sauce. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know I'm a huge sucker for caramel. I've got a giant sweet tooth. I attribute that to my father, who also has a giant sweet tooth. I'm always looking for tasty ways to to satisfy that sweet tooth because sometimes it's relentless. But this salted caramel sauce was really inspired by the lunch that I went to with the ganja mama, which I spoke about in a previous episode. And I really loved how she infused that infused the lunch. If you have a chance, you can go and listen to that whole episode, but she did make a caramel sauce for this particular luncheon and I was inspired. Now I may have a couple other episodes that use caramel sauces, but this one I pulled from a book that I really enjoy that I have on my shelf. I've had for a while called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat by Salmon Nosrat. And you may be familiar with that title if you watched her Netflix series by the same name. It was a four-episode series, not surprisingly, entitled Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And it was fantastic. It was a really great series. And after watching it, I ended up buying the book because I really liked the concepts and how she sort of talked about different cooking techniques that I'm always looking to improve and add on my cooking techniques. As someone who is a home cook 
probably like many of you out there listening, I'm not a professional chef. I've never had any professional training. So I have to educate myself. And this is one way I do it by picking up great books because I feel like you can always find some new nuggets of information in each one that you pick up. And I'll link to this one in the show notes, but the salted caramel sauce in here looked delectable. I mean, you can find all kinds of them online, but this one looked really good. And she starts out by saying, it's only fitting to end this book right where it began with salt making all the difference. And in caramel sauce, it does. By reducing its bitterness and creating a welcome contrast to its sweetness, a little salt will turn caramel sauce from something tasty into something inexplicably, mouthwateringly delicious. Now, if that doesn't grab you, just wait. The only way to know how much salt to add is to add it incrementally, allow it to dissolve and to taste it again and again. And if you get to a point where you can't tell if the sauce needs more salt or not, then simply remove a spoonful of the caramel from the entire batch, sprinkle a little salt on it and taste that. If it's too salty, then you'll know you've reached the limit. If it tastes even better, then go for it and add a little more to the whole batch. You don't ever have to risk ruining the entire batch if you're unsure. Now, what I really love about this particular advice, and she does use this advice a lot throughout the book, which is to taste, taste, taste. And I imagine a lot of chefs would have that same kind of advice as well, that you can't really know what something's going to be like unless you taste it. If you're making something blind and you serve it and you haven't had a chance to make sure that the flavors and the balance of salt and sweetness is correct for the recipe that you're making, how are you going to know but without tasting it? And of course, when you're tasting a salted caramel sauce, well, I mean, that's a job I'm willing to take on and I was willing to take on for this particular episode. I know the lengths I go to for making edibles, but the one other thing that's great about this is you can, of course, probably dose it a few different ways. If you have like a concentrate, an RSO, you could use that, but it's very easily infused using a, a butter, a butter-based infusion, because this recipe literally takes butter, salt, heavy cream, vanilla extract, and salt. And I would imagine... Perhaps with the exception of the heavy cream, you'd probably have a lot of these things on hand in your pantry already. So it makes it a pretty easy one to just whip up if you have something that you're interested in making. And of course, if you have a larger tolerance than some other people, you could also go even further and use the infused butter, infused sugar, and even infused heavy cream. I have covered that in another episode before. And you could also use infused salt. Heck, I wonder if you could even infuse vanilla if you wanted to. That might be going too far, but I'm just saying that if the butter is, you know, if you want something that's particularly strong, you really could infuse it a whole bunch of different ways. I myself just use butter for this one. And I actually ended up making this recipe not once, but twice, mainly because the first one didn't turn out the way I wanted to. I mean, it did kind of turn out, but it had a pretty burnt caramel taste. And yeah, I knew that wasn't really the way it was supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be, what did she say here? Inexplicably mouthwateringly delicious. No, it was burnt caramel. But did I toss the whole batch? No, I did not. I consumed it anyway because I love caramel that much and it wasn't too burnt that it was inedible. So there is a caveat with that. So you may be asking, but Marge, if you're following a recipe, how did you manage to burn the caramel? 
Well, I'm going to tell you right now. And of course, that's because ovens do vary. And that's why if you are experimenting with this particular recipe, it's always fine to make something uninfused the first time, the first go through to make sure that you're not going to waste some of your precious ingredients. And this is no exception because I found basically you're you're melting the butter in a saucepan and then you stir in the sugar. After that happens, the the caramel starts to take on color it's sort of the sugar starting to brown. And you're supposed to cook the sugar until it's a deep golden brown. It's just barely starting to smoke. And the book here says about 10 to 12 minutes. Now on my particular stove, I have a gas stove and I don't know what kind of stove they're working with when they're putting recipes like this together in a book, but I would imagine they might have a gas stove as well. But in any case, 10 to 12 minutes was way longer than than was necessary for me. It started to smoke probably after five minutes. And I was just like, well, that seems fast. And I kind of ignored it. And then next thing I know, I'm like, well, shit, that's smoking a lot. And I had to remove it from the heat. And then that's when you whisk in the cream, which is where you also have to be really careful because a lot of that hot sugar can splatter. So you want to make sure that you protect your hands with some oven mitts at that stage. That's basically it. You're going to whisk it a little bit more as well to make sure that you get all the lumps out of it. I did miss a few, even in the second batch. So take your time with this one, unless you don't really care about, you know, hot sugar lumps, which, you know, depending, it might not be that bad. But um, if you do stir it a lot, it will reduce those lumps and clumps that you might find and make a more smoother, more consistent sauce. Now, another way to infuse this as well, if you don't want to use the butter or if you're wanting to do a run through is you could always stir in some RSO or some kind of cannabis oil afterwards. Now, I find things like RSO, those thicker, more molasses-like oils work really well in recipes like this, where some of the more, say, oily oils that are based on like MCT that you might buy at the dispensaries, those are going to probably be more difficult. I, you know, sometimes those things like to settle on the top, but that's something else to consider as well. And it does thicken as it cools. So I think it does thicken as it cools. But of course, you can always reheat it in the microwave or on the stove. That's a simple way to sort of just make it a thinner consistency if you're wanting to use it on something where you want a thinner sauce versus something thicker. Now, I think I ate even the second batch because I made this the second time and it turned out much nicer. I did do a lot of the tasting because I was able to um, really work with the salt and add that in and taste it. And because I infused it afterwards with some RSO, it made it easier for me to do that. That's something else you have to be mindful of. Of course, if you're going to be tasting something a lot, you might need to make sure you take smaller tastes depending on what you're going to be doing that day or or how much you might be consuming, because if you're tasting it a lot and it's infused already, then you get pretty high just from that process as you adjust the salt and the sweetness together. So just keep that in mind that, you know, if you're making this in your kitchen, then you have to be somewhere where being sober is preferable. You don't want to find yourself sitting somewhere and all of a sudden being like, shit, why do I feel so funny? And be like, oh my God, I'm so high. I got high from the taste testing which is really a super fun part. So just something to keep in mind. You have been warned. She says right here in the book too, but I can't lie. It's pretty darned tasty straight out of the fridge too. And honestly, I concur. I have to admit, I ate quite a bit of it uh, just straight out of the fridge, like she, like she has suggested. 
You can cover and refrigerate the leftovers for up to two weeks. And again, like I said, if you want the thinner sauce, you just have to gently reheat it in a saucepan over very low heat or in a microwave. I don't actually own a microwave, fun fact, but I am often reheating little things on the stove anyway. Now she gives some suggestions on how to use this if you needed some ideas. Now I do have a recipe somewhere in the catalog of recipes I've done on caramel corn. So you could probably pour this right over top of a caramel popcorn, which would be delicious. You could use it, she suggests, for the classic apple pie, classic pumpkin pie, Uh, What else does she suggest here? Lori's chocolate midnight cake, fresh ginger molasses cake, chocolate caramel meringue fool on top of ice cream. You could do it on top of ice cream. I could also suggest I have an ice cream recipe that I've done before. I haven't actually made that in quite a while, but as flavoring, you could add it right into the ice cream that you've been making once it's cooled off and make a caramel ice cream. So there's a couple of ways you can do that. What else could you use this for? I mean, ice cream sundaes. A lot of ice cream type stuff, but a nice warm caramel sauce can be really good on like, why do I think of like those rum puddings or something like that? Or, or if you have ideas of things that you could use this for, I would be all ears. Actually, another one I think I've done are caramel apples. You could do caramel apples, um, all kinds of cakes. There's like, I mean, honestly, and right off the spoon, of course, (laughs) but there's a, you know, all kinds of different ways that you could try this out and have a really nice, really nice experience with this caramel sauce. Again, another advantage, if you do decide to opt to infuse with an RSO type oil or a FICO oil in, in lieu of the butter, you're not necessarily infusing the whole batch. Depending on who is residing in your household, this may or may not be preferable, but So this is a great sauce to have in your arsenal because I think a caramel sauce can come in handy for a lot of different things. And at the time of this recording, we're just about, it's still summertime, but we're moving into fall and all those fall flavors really do go well with a nice salted caramel. So I would suggest you give this one a try. Let me know what you think. And what I'd love to know even more is how you infused it and what you paired it with, or if you didn't pair it with anything, but I would love to hear from you. You can always hit me up at bitemepodcast.com and let me know what you think and how you used it. And if you have any recipe suggestions that you would like me to try in my own home kitchen, I am here for it. I'd love to hear your suggestions. I'm always willing to challenge myself in the kitchen as well to try and find interesting ways to infuse all sorts of different foods because to me, edibles are life. And if you're listening to this, they're probably pretty important part of your life as well. That's it for this week, my friends. I'm so glad you're here listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think somebody that you know would enjoy it, please consider sharing it with them. And until next week, stay high. In this episode of Bite... For fuck's sakes. In this week's episode, I'm doing a... a, Fuck. In this week's episode, I do an infused salted caramel sauce inspired by the lunch that I went to with the...